0: This is the Transcend Human Podcast, a show where we discuss how to navigate the highs and lows of the human condition. Each week we address a new topic, and we see that there are two choices we can make. We can lower the bar, go with the flow, and react to what the world throws at us, or we can be proactive, deciding in advance how we want to live, and in essence, rise above the human condition. We hope the discussion today is just what you need for the week ahead. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the Transcend Human podcast. It is great to have you with us. So good. It is November 8th, 2021. Crazy how fast we are heading through the fall and into the winter. Um, obviously here in Southern California, winter is a interesting term because we don't get snow, at least not in Southern California where I'm at, but we do get temperature fluctuations. And so instead of it being 80, 90 degrees every day, it is down in the seventies. So much colder, if you know what I mean. But like I said, it is great to be back. Um, we just wrapped up a series called Transcendent Parenting which was so good for my soul, I can't even tell you. It was so good to just get all of that stuff off my chest and out there into the world. Uh, The best part is I got to do it with Tammy, my partner in crime, the mother of our children. Uh, She has so many good things to say about being mom, being a parent, uh, working with kids, and it really brought an entirely different dimension to the podcast. You know, without her energy and spontaneity, it would have been much less interesting. So I love that we got to do that together. And uh, hopefully I'll be able to pull her into a few more podcasts, um, maybe even before the end of the year. So all that's going to require is me convincing her that something is important enough for her to come talk about. So look for that in the near future. Uh, But let's jump into our minute of transparency for this week. So I'm going to call this one Things We Don't Talk About. So the interesting thing about this episode is that it really could have been part of the parenting series, right? Like if I had to do it all over again, I probably would have forced this one in there somewhere, um, if it, even if it didn't fit perfectly. On the one hand, it isn't really about parenting. Uh, it's more about family dynamics or a, a cycle of dysfunction, if you will. But on the other hand, uh, it could just be one of the most important things a family can do To stay strong and healthy. So here we go. Have you ever been plowing through life thinking, oh, everything's good, everything's going well, everything's in place, my worldview, what I believe, my perception of reality, all of that is sufficiently explaining the life that I'm living and the way that I'm interacting with others. Until it doesn't. Until something takes you completely by surprise and challenges that worldview. Now you're confronted with a new reality, right? One you didn't even realize existed the other day. And all of a sudden your life is different. It has to be right. Given this new information. So you went from thinking and believing one thing one day to thinking and believing a whole different thing the next day. Has that ever happened to you? So let's illustrate, right? It's, it's kind of like what happened with COVID-19 one day, life was going on like normal the next we were confronted with masks social distancing working from home distance learning flattening the curve variants icu bed capacities vaccinations booster vaccinations etc 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 right all of that almost overnight right this entirely new reality we were forced to face now this is very similar to what i'm talking about you're going through life thinking one thing only to be confronted with a harsh reality out of the blue, and you have to course correct your worldview in order to keep moving forward. Now, this is something Tammy and I have dealt with in the past, not just with one child, but literally with all three. So little things will leak out, and you'll realize that they haven't been 100% honest or transparent with the other family members. But over time, you realize it's not just the kids, we as parents have secrets too, right? We need to own the fact that they're really no different than us. And in those times when something came out of the blue, uh, we were forced to recognize this new reality about our family, right? And once we came to terms with that, we started to notice that it was everywhere, all over the place in in most of the families we know and interact with. Um, you know, we, we started to recognize that this isn't just a one-off thing that our family was dealing with. In fact, this could be so common. You could say that it's worse than a pandemic, right? It could be a cycle of dysfunction that every single family experiences at one time or another. And what is this cycle of dysfunction? In a word, secrecy, keeping secrets, Even if it's not for the right reasons, or even if it is for the right reasons, hiding things about yourself, things from your past, things that you're feeling on a regular basis, all in an attempt to keep things running smoothly. Uh, Maybe it's to not rock the boat, uh, to look like you have it all together, to keep people from knowing the real you, or to ensure that people like you on some level. Now I need to stop here because I'm really diving into the content for the episode and we haven't even started yet. So let's back the train up a little bit and let's look at secrets in another way, right? Let's call it choosing not to talk about certain things, right? And when you look back on your upbringing, did this exist? Were there things your parents didn't talk to you about in your home? Were there things that were taboo or off limits? you know, for many people, it's the two biggies, right? Politics and religion. Those are things we just don't talk about in our family. Um, but for me, you know, some of, the, some of that occurred as well. But for me, a big one was money, right? We didn't talk about money, how to budget, how to save, uh, whether we had enough money or, you know, if there was enough money, we just didn't talk about it. Uh, we also didn't talk about sex, at least not that I can remember. Uh, here's a funny thing that I do remember. I remember my dad congratulating me one day that I had officially become a man. Now, he worked as a medical technologist, and for some reason or other, he had completed a urine specimen sample of mine. I don't know if he was actually doing it or uh, if it just had come out of a laboratory and he was reviewing the results. But at any rate, he explained that there was sperm in my urine. And because of that, yay, woohoo, look, you're a man. You're officially a man. However, I don't actually remember having the talk, right? You know which talk I'm talking about, the official talk, right? The talk about how everything works and the role of sex and men and women and boys and girls and blah, 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 birds and bees, none of that stuff, right? Now, if my parents were to correct me and say, no, no, we really did. You're just forgetting. I would probably believe them over my bad memory. But if we did have the talk, it must have been pretty short. And it must have been pretty forgettable on some level; otherwise, wouldn't I have remembered it? Moving on, another thing I don't remember talking about were bad things, right? So things from my parents' past that were difficult or things that they weren't proud of. Things like, um, you know, did you have bad habits? Did were you addicted to anything? You know, my parents grew up preaching that drinking was wrong, but did they drink when they were younger? If so, how much? For how long? At what age? Um, you know, when it came to sex before marriage, that was something my parents were very adamant about. You, It's just not something you do. Well, is that just your expectation or is that something you adhere to as well? Just a question, right? Uh, painful situations, right? What were some of the darkest days in your life? You know, how did it impact you? How did you cope with it? Um, you know, growing up, my parents went through some some really dark days in their marriage. I think I was around 11 or 12 when they separated and they almost got divorced. But did we ever talk about this as a family? No, of course not. That was one of those off-limit topics, right? And then things like mental health issues. You know, did my parents ever struggle with feelings of sadness or depression or anxiety or instability? Uh, if so, what did they do? How did they cope? How did it impact their life? And then what advice would you have for us, your kids, right? As if we started to feel the same way, what would you, what would you tell us? And those are just things that came off the top of my head, right? When I was sitting down thinking about this, writing things down, who knows what I could have come up with if I spent a lot of time on it, but this was my life growing up, right? These are the things that we didn't talk about, the secrets that we kept, that they kept in order to maintain what we thought was a happy, stable home environment. And I'm guessing my experience is not the exception. In fact, it may be the rule in most homes. So let's dive in. Today's topic is transcending secrecy. Uh, In this episode, we're gonna talk about secrecy and the cycle of dysfunction. We're gonna talk about the power of transparency and finally, breaking the cycle. Number one, secrecy, the cycle of dysfunction. So you can probably feel it already. Right, I've turned the fire hose on in the minute of transparency, and it's just going to get worse. I'll just tell you right now. Uh, I launched into this whole idea of secrecy and it being a cycle of dysfunction because that seems to be present in every family to some extent. And while it wasn't on my radar until, I guess, recently, uh, I assumed that it was probably a thing and that other smarter people already knew about it and were probably talking about it. So I did some research just to see if the conversation was well underway. Now, before we go there, here are a few necessary caveats regarding secrecy that I really need to walk through from the beginning. So, number one, I'm not suggesting that secrecy is the only cycle of dysfunction seen in families, right? There are many other things, things like the cycle of addiction, the cycle of abuse, the cycle of poverty, right? All of those other things. Number two, I'm not saying that secrecy is the most devastating cycle seen in families, And this should stand to reason. For example, the cycle of abuse is far more devastating than secrecy, right? It leads to fear, anxiety, physical harm, and at times death to members of a family. Number three, I am saying that secrecy might be one of the most prevalent cycles seen in families. So there's a good chance that more families deal with secrecy than with addiction, abuse, and poverty combined. So even if it isn't the most devastating cycle, there's a good chance that it might apply to the widest number of people. And finally, I am saying that secrecy is a subtle thing with very negative consequences. So there may not be immediate or dangerous effects from secrecy but there is this subtle thing that happens over time, right? Secrecy hangs around and over time it builds walls, it builds bunkers, it builds these deep trenches in your soul. And this alienates us from the very people who love us the most. In the end, there are only three ways that secrecy plays out. First, it continues, right? The family remains at arm's length, never fully experiencing the bond that they could have with each other. Number two, it goes south. Something comes out and the wall is blown up at the wrong time, wrong place. Relationships are lost and everything goes south. And then finally, it's dealt with. So somehow the family recognizes their secrets as destructive and they vow and work together to be more transparent in attempt to grow closer as a family. Now we'll talk more about this outcome later in the show. But back to the research. So Here are some corroborating articles that suggest secrecy is real and that it can have a very harmful effect on your family. I'll put the links to the articles in the show notes in case you want to do a bit more research on your own on that. But first up, according to psychologytoday.com, there are three types of family secrets. So first, you have individual family secrets. So these are secrets that one family member holds from the rest of the family. Number two, you have internal family secrets. So this is where you have maybe two or three people in a family keeping a secret from the rest of the family. And then the final one is shared family secrets. So these are secrets that the entire family hides from the outside world. Next up, according to amenclinics.com, there are seven harmful types of family secrets. So this article will sound very similar to the last one we just talked through. Um, But it adds a few more types, which I found interesting. So actually, there are six types um, because the author kind of lists the first one as healthy secrets and suggests that they're um, okay to keep secrets like this. So this would be things like secret handshakes, family traditions, inside jokes, things like that that aren't harmful. But then he walks through six that he considers harmful. So the first is unhealthy secrets. So these are secrets about things with legal ramifications, right? Criminal behavior, taboo subjects. Number two, solo secrets. So this is when one person hides something from the rest of the family. Uh, Number three, parents keeping things from each other. So, you know, these would be things like extramarital affairs or a hidden addiction of some type. Number four, parents keeping secrets from their kids. So this an example. Of this would be like uh, uh, parents who have a pending divorce going on, and you know they just haven't told their kids that they're thinking through that, or there's a serious health condition, um, or maybe there's this secret that one of the children was actually adopted and the other two are not. So that's number four. Number five: split family secrets. So this is the one where you know part of the family knows the secret and the rest are in the dark. And finally, the all-in-the-family secrets, right? Secrets that the entire family knows and they try to keep hidden from the rest of the world. So typically things like this, you know, hiding the truth that one of the parents is an alcoholic or the fact that one of the children has a learning disability, things like that where the entire family is in the know, but they they kind of hide that secret from everybody else. Next up, we have psychcentral.com. Uh, an article called five reasons why keeping family secrets could be harmful. So this article goes on to explain that, you know, these types of secrets can be very harmful to a family. And these are five ways that they're harmful. So number one, keeping secrets can destroy relationships. So secrets break down communication and the bond between the members of the family. And then those bonds are eventually challenged and often broken because of the secret. Number two, keeping secrets can affect children's lives. So look at it this way, right? When a child learns a family secret, it can be earth-shattering to them, right? Because it was something that they never questioned. Also, kids tend to take responsibility for secrets in some way. Uh, They can easily start to feel that, well, if if it weren't for me, that they would have never had to keep that secret. Um, And then they take that undue responsibility on themselves. Number three, keeping secrets can cause suspicion and resentment. So when secrets start to come out, family members become more suspicious, right? Expecting that, well, if that was a secret, then what else is there? There could be many more. So trust is broken and resentment can start to set in. Number four, keeping secrets can create a false sense of identity or a false sense of reality. So anytime a secret or secrets come out, family members, especially children, Question their sense of identity or their sense of reality. They struggle uh, with this and it can be very difficult, right? Feeling that the foundation that they were standing on has just crumbled in front of them. And then finally, number five, keeping secrets can cause illness. Strange but true, right? Keeping secrets can actually make you sick. Stress, anxiety, fear, tension, all of these things that come from trying to keep that secret hidden. Um, are all things that can take a toll physically on your body. Uh, Things like anxiety, headaches, backaches, and digestive problems, you know, all of those kinds of things can can be a net result of keeping secrets. Then over a long period of time, there's often an increased use of things like drugs or alcohol, uh, things to mask the pain that you're starting to feel from harboring those secrets. So there you go just three articles that um, I found pretty quickly and pretty easily that seem to be saying the same thing that, uh, that Tammy and I have started to feel recently. So it mustn't be a me thing or an us thing, it must be a thing thing, right? Something that is because it is, something that we need to recognize in order to fully do something about in our lives. Number two, the power of transparency. So I have to be careful here because it's my family I'm talking about. And just because I've decided to bear my soul on the podcast and to be transparent about a lot of things in my life, that doesn't mean that I get to be transparent about my family's issues, right? Or the things that they're struggling with. So because of that, I have to talk in generalizations, but hopefully it'll be enough to give you an understanding of the issue um, and how dangerous it can be. So let me summarize our situation again. So Tammy and I have, over the recent past, been forced to admit something painful about our family. The cold hard truth that every family has secrets, even ours. I mean, it was hard because we thought we were doing so well, right? And nobody likes to be told that they have issues. We started asking ourselves, how did this happen? Why does this happen? Why do we all seem to fall into the same pattern? It's ridiculous, right? Everyone shares up to a point and then they hide the rest. They just stuff it down. But why? What keeps us from being transparent? Why don't we trust those around us with the hard stuff? Because what tends to happen at some point is that those secrets are exposed, right? Those things that we stuff down and create secrets about and don't talk about, at some point they end up coming out anyway you have some big blow up, or it comes out in therapy, or you hear things from another family member, or maybe you overhear a phone conversation. Um, You know, you see social media accounts that you didn't realize existed. And the list goes on and on and on. But whatever the case, it all comes out and you learn things that you didn't know. Things like, I'm mad at you for X, Y, or Z or X, Y, or Z happened to me as a child, or I struggled with X, Y, or Z my whole life and you didn't know, or I blame you for X, Y, or Z, or I couldn't come to you because of X, Y, or Z. And just like that, the walls come tumbling down, right? You realize just how fragile the relationships really were, even in your immediate family, with your own kids or your own parents. You realize that these close relationships you thought you had was based on faulty information. And you realize that all of your talk about being an open family that can talk about anything, it really didn't amount to as much as you thought it did. People still kept secrets. And it wasn't just the kids hiding things, right? On some level, we've been hiding the same things. I've been doing the same thing. And that's when my frustrations really kicked in. Why do we allow this cycle to play out over and over again? Uh, why is it a thing in the first place? Why do so many families function like this? We spend the best years of our lives playing this game of secrets. Then at some point, we, re- we realize we weren't as close as we thought, um, that there were walls, bunkers, and deep trenches all over the place, and we're forced to admit our family wasn't as perfect as we thought it was. And at that point, you're back at a crossroads, right, with three options. One, the secrecy continues. Two, the secrecy causes things to go south, or three, the secrecy gets dealt with. One of my daughters recently introduced us to a podcast called The Man Enough Podcast. Uh, I put the link in the show notes for you. Uh, The host is Justin Baldoni. He's an actor. I think he's best known for his role in the TV series, Jane the Virgin, Uh, But the podcast really wrestles with questions of manhood, right? What it means to be a man. What is masculinity? What is toxic masculinity? uh, Why can't men man up and be more than just the stereotype? And one of the episodes that she had us listen to was called Sam Baldoni, Seeing Dad as Fully Human. And in this episode, Justin and his dad talk about masculinity, but also secrecy. They talk about the fact that they weren't close when Justin was young. They kept secrets from each other. They allowed masculinity to get in the way of connectedness. It's very obvious that Justin was deeply impacted by this, uh, this past that he had gone through. And these secrets led him to write a book called Man Enough, Undefining My Masculinity. In the book, Justin puts it all out there. I mean, he tells the world things his dad never knew about him. And he tells the world things about his dad that he had never said to his dad, discussing masculinity and how it kept them from being close. And it was really that transparency in the book that led to or actually forced them to have some difficult conversations, conversations that began the healing process. Now, I'm sure they still have a lot to work through, and I'm sure they have ongoing conversations about all of this stuff. But on some level, it sounds like they're in a good place and they're working on their relationship. Number three, breaking the cycle. So this podcast, or at least this episode of that podcast came at a perfect time for me. And isn't it crazy how that happens? Like you'll just be trucking through life and all of a sudden you'll, you'll hear a sermon or you'll find a podcast or you'll find a book. Someone will give you a book And it's just the thing you needed at that given time. And that's what this podcast, or at least this episode, did for me, right? Because I listened to Justin's secrets. I listened to his father's secrets. Then I thought about my secrets. Then I thought about my father's secrets. And I thought about the secrets that exist right here in my own home, right under my own nose. And it all started to come into focus secrecy is damaging relationships left and right. So what do we do, right? How do we break this cycle of dysfunction so that we don't have to keep going through it generation after generation after generation. Now that's the million dollar question, right? And my guess is if there's a simple answer, we would all be doing it already. So that's where I'm at right now is living in that quandary, knowing that there's this big problem, but also knowing that there's no simple fix. Right, I saw the cycle firsthand growing up. I see it as plain as day in other families that we know. Uh, but for some reason, I thought we had a handle on it. Right, I thought we were trying to break that cycle. We were telling our kids all the time, you know, you can tell us anything. Nothing is off limits. Right, this is a safe place. And we had had deep conversations in the past, so it kind of suggested that they were more willing to share than we thought. But then things would happen to challenge our view of the family. And when those things happened, we had to backpedal, right? We had to admit that there were things that we didn't see. Secrecy was hard at work right under our noses, right? And it wasn't just our kids or one of our kids. It was all of us, right? Falling into the same dysfunctional cycle. So this episode is not about me telling you to be more like me. This episode is me telling me to be less like me, right? To recognize that the cycle is real and that it's going to require some really hard work to get where we need to go. So back to the point, right? How do we break the cycle? How do we transcend secrecy in order to experience the essence of what God created family to be? First and foremost, therapy. There's no getting around it. And if you can't talk to the people closest to you, you have to find someone else. And that someone else, for most people, is a therapist it isn't a bad way to go. I mean, it is what they do for a living, right? They were trained to help people deal with their stuff, even if they have secrets, especially if they have secrets. So if you don't have people in your life that you can open up to, by all means, start there with therapy. But what if you could get there as a family? What if you could start at home and make the necessary changes if you knew the rest of your family would be up for it? if they all agreed to be more transparent and trust that it's a safe place for all of us? Or what would it look like to do therapy first and then agree as a family to work on it together? Well, in that scenario, here are some ideas. First and foremost, call it what it is. Secrecy is not unique to your family, so call it what it is. It's a vicious dysfunctional cycle and cycles are meant to be broken. right? Admit that secrecy is a trap, that it's keeping you from true freedom and from feeling close as a family. You aren't a bad family. In fact, you're probably more normal than you think. If secrecy is as big of a deal as I'm suggesting it is, then we are definitely all in this together. And don't just sit around and think about it. right? Don't just feel sad that it is the way it is, that it's just the way things happen to be right now. Speak up. Call attention to it. Talk about it as a family. Talk about how secrecy is a problem that needs to be dealt with. Number two, be transparent. So be willing to lay your cards on the table. Now, an important caveat here, there is a line that we would call TMI or too much information, right? There are things that are secret for a really good reason. And I'm not going to go into all of those things right now. Um, There's so many different scenarios, and we don't have time to unpack all of that in this episode. But just know that there is a line somewhere. But the truth is this. Typically, we are so far from the TMI line that most of us can't even see it. Our secrecy is often about small things, things that we hide to protect ourselves, to keep from having hard conversations, and to pretend like we have it all together. So what would it look like to get some of those cards on the table? Yes, things that might make you look bad, things you might be embarrassed about, things you wouldn't really want people to know about you, um, things you never put on that perfect little Insta story that you have going, but things that open you up, things that make you vulnerable to your family, things that, um, you know, if you were just to put them out there, it would provide a level of freedom and connection that you really are longing for. Things that if you would just let them go, your stress would decrease, your anxiety and your fear would just melt away. Number three, believe the best in others. Uh, This one is huge, but not easy by any stretch, right? We tend to jump to the wrong conclusions. We tend to see the worst in people. And we tend to expect less than genuine motivation, right, behind other people's behavior. So it takes hard work to think differently, to think the opposite. But in the end, it makes all the difference in the world. When we choose to think the best of another person, especially those in our immediate family, they feel it, right? They can feel supported and they can feel that you want what's best for them. And that if they were transparent about something a little bigger maybe you would assume the best as well and that you would have their back as they brought it out into the open. It's really believing sayings like, hurt people, hurt people, right? Uh, And giving people the benefit of the doubt first before jumping to the wrong conclusions. Number four, set aside time. So have a family meeting, right? To kickstart this process. If you've never done this before, it's going to be so hard, I guarantee it. Everyone will be thinking the worst, right? Waiting for some bomb to drop, like uh, mom and dad are getting a divorce, or we're being evicted from our home, or we're moving to Guam, or something along those lines, right? So it won't be the most comfortable thing ever, but use that first family meeting to talk through this content. Explain what secrecy is, that it's a cycle, and how it plays out in your family. Maybe you can give examples of the way it impacted you in your childhood, or maybe you can Start talking about some ways you've seen it impact the people sitting right around the table. Then allow people to be as transparent as they're comfortable with. It may not be that night, or it may never be in a family meeting. It may be one-on-one conversations with someone in the family, or it may come out of the blue, like when you least expect it, at dinner or on a long car ride. But when it happens, lean in and celebrate the fact that it happened. Number five, did I already say set aside time? An old pastor friend of ours used to say, velocity and intimacy are enemies. Now, I thought I understood it back then, but I really didn't, right? Not until Tammy and I started to realize how many of these walls had been built up inside of our own family. That safe place where we thought we could all be ourselves and speak our minds only to realize that under the surface, there was pain, frustration, hurt, and loneliness that went unspoken. And that's when I started understanding the phrase a bit better. My first thought was the whole vicious cycle of secrecy. But really quickly on the heels of that, I started to think about the velocity, right? The speed of life that we're running so fast that we don't really even have time to hear people, even if they were willing to be transparent. The fact that we're running so fast that we ask questions like, hey, you good? You good? How are you doing today? You good? And what do we expect? We expect yes, right? So that we can keep moving forward and we don't have to stop. Or running so fast that we try to cram quality time down people's throats just to say we did it and check off a box. But in reality, the only thing that can help the situation is deceleration, to push back against velocity in our lives and to be available more often, to set up guardrails against busyness and to create margin in our lives for relationships so that intimacy can grow. And finally, number six, it has to be a group project. So it can't just be one or two people in the family being transparent, right? It has to be a group project, a group effort. Each person needs to own their own secrets and be willing to get them off their chests. Understanding that it is a safe place and that there won't be judgment, that the family is there to listen, believe the best, Comfort and support. There are times when somebody's secret might directly impact you, right? Maybe it comes down uh, to the fact that they've been angry at you for something that you said or something that you did. Uh, Maybe a person owns up to the fact that they have always resented you for some reason. You know, in situations like this, it's tough. It's tough to hear those things. And it's hard not to immediately jump into defensive mode, right? And fight back. But this is an opportunity to practice rule number three believe the best in others. So trying to listen and understand where they're coming from because it's their perception of the situation and perception is reality to them. Then there will be times when you know full well that you were in the wrong, right? They have every right to call you out. In these scenarios, we need to own up to our behavior, apologize, and ask the person for forgiveness. And then there are times when things come out, Uh, someone is transparent about something that has nothing to do with you or anyone else in the family. Maybe the person owns up to something they did to another person or um, some hidden addiction or something that was done to them as a child outside of the home. In these situations, the most important thing to do is listen and be supportive. Um, And then questions like, what can we do for you based on what you just told us? Or how can we help you? Or what do you need from us right now? Those are all great questions to ask when a person brings that thing to the table that no one has ever heard before. So let's land the plane. Easy, right? Easily done. Wrapped up in less than an hour, right? Wrong I'll be the first to admit that this is not something that just goes away because you listen to a podcast episode, right? I realized that this week as I was preparing, secrecy is sinister, insidious, and subtle, and it runs rampant like a virus out of control, working its way into families everywhere, and it isn't just going to disappear. What I've come to learn about things like this is that when something seems this big, when something is this daunting, There's a good chance that it came straight from the pit of hell, that Satan himself conducted this experiment. He concocted this virus and he sent it out into the world because he knew how much damage it would do. And if that's true, there is no easy button. But we also know how important it is, right? Because something like this, something this big, something that has Satan involved, is way bigger than a first world problem it's spiritual, right? And it can have eternal ramifications. So we as families have to push back. We have to work as hard as we can to be more transparent and in essence, transcend secrecy. So this week, I'm inviting you to ask yourself the following questions. First, did you grow up in a family where secrecy was a thing? If so, what were these secrets and what damage was done because of it? Number two, is secrecy a thing in your family today? If so, what damage is being done right now? And what needs to change to keep this damage from getting worse? And finally, can you see how transparency is the answer to this dysfunctional cycle? Though not easy, how can you bring a new level of transparency to your home this week to break the cycle? What is the one thing that you could open up about this week to show your family that you're in, right? That it's important to you thank you so much for joining us. Um, It was great having you on the podcast today. My prayer for all of us this week is that, you know, we will just work to keep secrets from ruining our families. And that's it. So have a great week. Uh, Work on your transparency this week. And as always, keep transcending human. For more information on Transcend Human or the Transcend Human podcast, visit us at TranscendHuman.com. There you'll find all of the podcast episodes along with the show notes. You'll find blog posts and other resources that'll be helpful to you. You can also find our social media links there, and you can contact us at info at And finally, We would love it if you would share the podcast with friends and family. Uh, If you do have an extra minute, stop by Apple Podcasts and uh, leave us a rating and a review. That always helps to boost us in the rankings and ensure that more people find us. Thanks again for joining us, and we will see you next week.